one we are live on air hello hello welcome or welcome back to the dear sisters podcast i'm julia i'm gabby and we're here to send you off into the weekend in a good headspace and uh yeah yeah episode 10 oh my gosh it's a big deal we made it Morning Toast uh, celebrated episode 700. So <laughs> I know I saw feel really small, but episode 10. Um, what was I going to say? Cheers to that. Uh, Gabby, how was your week? It was pretty good. It went actually pretty fast. It went very fast. My weeks usually do go pretty fast, actually. So. Yeah. Yeah, it was good. I'm excited for the weekend because Cheers I can do more. to the freaking weekend. Drink to that. Yeah, yeah. Oh, <laughs> let the genesis um, You know when they all scream yeah. at the end? Yes, I'm excited for the weekend because I can do more wedding stuff. Bro, there's so much to do. <laughs> I get probably seven texts a day from <laughs> <Gabby>. <laughs> It's okay. That's what I'm here for. Wait, Christy sent me the funniest tiktok you know that song that we've been playing a single mom that works yeah, 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 loves yeah. her kids yeah, yeah, yeah. And never stops chrissy sent me one of a woman and it was like when you're the only bridesmaid with a cricket <laughs> cricketing to that song i'm a survivor <laughs> yeah, i was like that's so spot on yeah that's i mean me. it's just so like working every day full time mm-hmm. makes it really hard to do things for the wedding because every vendor's work hours are the same as mine and I can't just like right. dip out of work for a couple hours and go run wedding errands to like Staples and Mike you know what I mean yeah so and during my drives I'm either texting responding to emails mm-hmm. making calls and you're one of good. the texts. texting and emailing while driving it's good that's yeah but you know what that's where we're at <laughs> so <laughs> I didn't even notice <laughs> Um, but yeah, that's where we're at. And we're just doing little things. We finally got the seating chart down, if you saw on Instagram. It was almost like super easy. Until the end. Till the end. Until we had about like four or five people that we could have easily split up into tables. Or like two tables. Okay, basically it was like five or six people left that we ended up having to add a whole other table for. Right. Because there was, I was no so like easy way to split them up. <laughs> right. And I was so frustrated because I'm like, we don't have to add in a whole other table for these people. Like they could easily be split up to other tables, but they couldn't because drama. <laughs> not even like that. And just like, it was weird to split because it was five. It was weird to split them up because they were like kind of all coming together. Yeah. I guess not, like, not actual drama. No, it, it was, was more, more drama like, for us. Yeah. You know, and it was like we had like tables of nine and we couldn't just put one of them somewhere because that would have been weird, whatever. So it just got a little complicated toward the end. Yeah, but I'm sure if you've gotten married, you know oh, exactly yes. what we're talking about. Yes. You know, there's like younger tables and then like older people tables like you. Can't right. Just and then it got to where we were like, do we just throw some oldies with like the groomsmen? Like, what do we do? <laughs> what happens? <laughs> but it worked out. We got it all figured it out. Did. And I have to make that fucking chart. I'm not complaining. It's going to be fine. It honestly, it's going to take a while. After it's done, yeah, it'll be done because we just have to send it to Kinko's and right. mount it. You right, know? right, right, right. Um, I made the cutest little illustration of Gabby and Walter, <laughs> which we can't put anywhere. 
because Walter can't see it because she's in her wedding dress. Kind of. Sort of. Drawn on. Yeah. Anyway, that's the wedding update. What did I do this week? Oh, yeah. I recovered from my cold. And I'm feeling much better. I took off of work Thursday, Friday, Saturday. Oh, yeah. yeah I remember so last sad. week I was dying. And I took off of work Friday and Saturday. Julia, I uh, rested. Well, okay. Sorry, I said I was going to be better with that. R and R. Yeah, go ahead. I just did. Um, last week, I remember I gave her homework to to rest and relax. You did. She did it. I did do it. And then the night she decided to do it, our entire family. Oh, this was went heartbreaking. To the place Here's where the she would have been working. Right, I would have rallied. <laughs> I would have rallied. Like I would have made. I would have just like put my body through one more night of hell. Because that would look, looked so fun. But I called into work sick, and then they went to my place of work, which I knew everyone was going there, but I forgot until after I called in. I was like, damn it. Like, I should have just left my R&R for Saturday, Sunday. But I behaved. Um, I stayed home. She I suffered watched from a severe, severe case, of, case of, of FOMO. And, like, everyone, Gabby, Gabby's like, your homework is to stay home and rest. And then Saturday morning, she's like, of all nights to miss, that wasn't the night. I'm like, you're not making this easy on me, Gabby. I know. Okay. Max Snapchatted me of you guys dancing and was like, bad night to be sick, Jules. I'm like, you guys are fucking assholes. You know I'm sitting here crying at home, right? God, making my life harder. But simultaneously, Rolling, it was Loud, a good choice. Rolling Loud Miami was this weekend. Great choice. And we were watching from the sidelines, me and Lex. Um, we were like watching the streams, watching the Snapchats. And we bought tickets to Rolling Loud New York. So that happened this weekend. I'm very excited. It's not till October. I saw that you did that. Wild. We did. That's going to be so fun. I don't think so I'm a concert fun. girl. Oh, Gabby, I was in the I'm car with Walter. Big concert girl. You're when not a big I saw, music person. I know. Well, no, I am. I was in the car with Walter when I saw I that. You say you are, but you're like, I don't listen Snapchat. to music in the car. I don't enjoy concerts. <sighs> That's kind of true. You like to dance, though. Like you like to like have. Like I feel party like and for dance. me, there's a time and place for music. Um, but anyway, what I was concerts saying not one of them. Was I was in the car with Walter when I saw your Snapchat, and I was like, "Should we go? Like, should we join them?" Yes. And then we both were thinking of what it's like to be at a concert. Well, in, like, a concert's a different than a festival. Okay, yeah, it'd be one thing if like it was like a stadium concert where we had seats. Like, yeah, true. Rolling Loud, literally, it's like. You're just thrown into general admission. I know. And that's that over and over and over again is what I dislike because I'm so short. Yeah. So for me to be at a concert, I'm either like drowning in a group full of people and I can't see shit. Right. Then I can't breathe because I'm so claustrophobic. Like it's it actually just ends up not being that great of an experience. You know, we're going to get into so, this based on the topic of today's episode. But I'm very curious to see how I feel at a festival like that after the pandemic. Yeah. I'm more of a concert girl but, when I'm like in the stands. I can sit down. Right. 100%. I can bop my head <laughs> and be fine. Yeah. But all right. Yeah. So that's an update of the week. Update of the week. Also, my camera came. Oh, yeah. I don't know if this happened last week or this week, but my new film camera came that I'm that I bought with my own money. And it looks like it's from the 1930s. You're so dramatic, Gabby. It does not. The 1930s. Do you know how long ago that was? <laughs> that was just the first thing. It was almost 100 years ago. <laughs> My point exactly. This does not look that. It actually right, looks. I'm going to post a. It looks. Everyone that sees my story <laughs> to the pod. It looks brand new. 
this post is this that tomorrow. I'm currently taking. No, no, post it tomorrow. Post it tomorrow. Yeah, no one's gonna know what we're talking about tonight. <laughs> this isn't I live. <laughs> I was gonna do a poll. Do it tomorrow. Okay, but take the picture. Okay, or I'll take one later. Anyway, <laughs> uh, it's in mint condition. It looks brand new, hundred years old, and I'm really excited <laughs> about it. I just loaded the first roll of film into that bad boy. I was going to take pictures at grandma's tonight, but it's going to be dark when I get there. Whatever. Anyways. Anyways. That's the life update. We're back on top. Um, oh, can we talk about one thing before we start? Yeah. Simone. I just, I really want to go there. Well, yeah, me too. Because I feel but like we had a really interesting conversation about it. This is a pop say culture story of the week. Yeah. Good, good idea. The Olympics. When we talked about it the other night at dinner, yes. I had not seen any articles, nothing. Okay. I really, I was like Also, lost. more news came out about it since we talked about it. Oh, okay. There's like another, she gave another update. But go ahead. Um, I guess I'm just kind of confused at what the big deal is. Like what, I what, agree. why are, why is this like a controversial fucking topic? So a lot of people are saying like part of being an athlete is mental toughness. Which I understand. And like our brothers were comparing it to like LeBron James. He would never do something like this. And he's another GOAT for basketball. Sure. The biggest difference, in my opinion, is that LeBron James isn't risking his life when he plays basketball. Right? Like totally. He could break his ankles. Like she could break her neck. Mm-hmm. I guess he theoretically could break his neck. But, um, and like I saw a lot of things that were like gymnasts saying that, Like, if you're not in the right headspace as a gymnast, it's, like, a known thing that you should not be competing because you can obviously critically injure yourself. Mm -hmm. And when she, like, lost her place in the air during that, like, vault and she barely, like, she barely landed, she should have, like, really critically injured herself. Like, I was listening to, um, shit, who's the gymnast from last Olympics? I forget. Uh, Lauren, Lori, one of the gymnasts from the last Olympics was... No, but she was breaking down the vault that Simone like fell out of right before she pulled out. And she was saying like the fact that she even landed that vault, because what happened was she was supposed to twist twice. She twisted one and a half times and then opened up and landed on her feet. She was like the fact that she even landed on her feet is like gold medal worthy at all because she should have not landed that at all. Like the way she lost her place in the air. And then I saw a thing yesterday that said that she's suffering from, it's called the, they call it the twisties, which is like a phenomenon that happens to gymnasts a lot. Oh, wow. That's And it's a mental thing. It's not a physical injury, but it's like considered kind of an inju- injury in gymnastics because you suffer from vertigo while you're in the air. I and that's why totally she kept losing that. her place in the air yeah. because her brain is just like all fucking jumbled up. And she said that that's what's happening to her and that's why she can't. Which makes sense, which is why she fucked up right. that vault that she's done a million times before. My thing is, like, why can't it just not be treated the same as a physical injury? Right, I And agree. that's probably because of the pressure that a lot of people in different sports feel. Yeah. Like, she's just the one, she's the first one, or I'm not, she's not probably the first, but one of the first coming out and saying, like, I'm going to remove myself because of mental pressure. Yeah. And this is what I think is safest for me. That's not a normal i guess thing no, it's to not. do it's not so it 
and this is and that's why people are praising her because she's setting right. a precedent no, where it's I'm like saying. that should, should be a thing. like that, you well, should be able to and do that's that like for me i'm like from this per- perspective of like why is that such a negative or why is that such a crazy thing i look thing? at it this way and i said <laughs> this know? to the boys the other night i look at it this way if lebron was in the middle of a finals game mm-hmm. and he his head wasn't in the game because he had other shit going on and he couldn't focus and he couldn't play mm-hmm. well mm-hmm. and he said i'm gonna take a seat on the bench because i know so-and-so can play in my position and win the game for us and mm-hmm. do better than I could. Mm-hmm. Would that be such a bad thing? Right. But that's exactly what she did. Yeah. And then no, Suni I Lee got the fucking gold as she fucking yeah, exactly. should. And then I love think that bitch. She's phenomenal. There's a, there's, there has to be a balance for having mental toughness as an athlete, which right. is just like perseverance, I guess. Right. Like, she wouldn't have made it to the Olympics right. if she didn't have and that. And then, it's like a whole other side of where where it gets to be unhealthy, unsafe. Right. And, like and again, like in you gymnastics, know? you so, can't fuck with that shit. Like, I don't know. I'm I'm like kind of shocked at all like the, the controversy drama. over it. Yeah, that's like it's pretty wild to me. But no, it is. Very no, good wild. for her. I, don't, I mean, yeah, do what you got to do. Yeah. And I can't even imagine what that pressure is like. No. And her trauma, like prior yeah. to all this that's that the crazy what, part the craziest like, part are you, are you the craziest me? part is that she has said in the past in interviews that she would have probably retired after the last olympics but she didn't because of the sexual assault case she's the last she's the last gymnast still on the team that was a victim of larry nasser her the doctor or whatever that sexually assaulted all the girls and she stayed on the team to help hold the USA gymnastics committee accountable for what happened. And she felt like if she didn't stay on the team, it would have been like too easy for them to sweep it under the rug or else she probably would have retired. So So that's the thing. Like she's not even doing it for herself anymore. I'm going to say, you just think of all of these things. Like it's not, it's never just one thing. So it's just like, you can't even imagine what this girl's going through. Right. Think, do you remember our episode a couple of, days or a couple days a couple a couple weeks ago about dance and how yeah. much like we <laughs> such a small scale <laughs> but like uh, right we're sitting here talking about our trauma from like competitive yeah, dance exactly. in seventh grade can you imagine, imagine this situation no I literally could never so i do not think this is the only thing i will i will say that i agree with a little bit or agree with 100 percent is if it was a man right the no, reaction would be a hundred percent that's a different. good point and it, that it, is the it one shouldn't. argument i will agree with yeah. and it shouldn't be no it should not yeah. be but i see that i see that i stand with simone i stand with simone i fucking love simone biles i'm honestly the only thing is like i'm disappointed that i can't watch her mm-hmm. but not not in her in right her you're fact. sad like, yeah, you said yeah. you can watch her right she's the only person i ever watched in the olympics really but um, I just wanted to talk about that because it's a hot topic right now. And that's our uh, pop culture story of the week that we just brought back for one episode. Love it. So let's get into the topic. We tried something a little different and it really worked out in our favor this week. Instead of asking for you to ask us questions and ask, like, give us situations to give advice on necessarily. We asked you guys what the pandemic changed about your life or what it taught you um what like the biggest takeaway was basically from the pandemic this was your idea do you want to talk about why uh sure I don't I mean we were just sparked off of conversation yeah we were on a walk and we were just 
thinking of ideas for this week's podcast, like topic ideas. And then I think I just thought about being able to talk about your guys's thoughts, not necessarily right. asking for us to give like you not advice. Necessarily being like, what's your problem? We want to give you advice. Yeah, kind of no, just no, no. feeding off of your input. Yeah, through our discussion. I think that could be just as valuable, just as interesting. Agreed. And we got so many more responses. I mean, we've been getting a lot of good responses previously, but... We have, like, an ample amount of responses. Yeah, yeah. And I think think there's a difference when we're just, like, asking a question. Yeah. And then the responses were so good. Also also different. a lot of them them we can give advice on. Right, that's the thing. So it it could be kind of... of This this idea can be used in the same way that our previous idea was, so... Um, do you want to answer the question yourself first or ourselves first? Oh, sure. Did you think about it at all? Yeah, I did. Um, so for me, I think I just, sometimes I take a step back and I just think about how, talk about mental toughness. (laughs) (laughs) No, for real, for me, I I literally didn't stop working at all. Yeah, that's throughout crazy. the pandemic. I about that. And my job was to provide therapy to kids and families. So during a time like that, when I feel like I was struggling too with you no, know, like having to change my wedding, what everyone else was struggling the with panic. fear, yeah. panic, all those these things that we couldn't avoid. Right. And then I was. Also yeah, like, those like two weeks up, when know? literally nobody was going like leaving their houses like Gabby was going into homes. Right. And, right. Like, I mean, very at that point, it was like very, very minimal, little like, but Like yeah. still, you but were still there were some people who were like, yes, they'll come. Yeah. You know, and then others were like, oh, we'll do it over the phone. But yeah, as far as like showing up for other people, I really I, I'll say rarely stopped doing that throughout the year. Right. Um. So I think for me, I was just like pretty. I guess proud of myself or just surprised with myself mm-hmm. for, you know, I don't know. Just not, I'm not realizing how much I kind of was able to overcome. Right. Cause you're just doing it in the moment, you know? And then you look back and you're like, wow, I was actually so incredibly stressful during that time. Everyone was in shock and panic, including myself. Mm-hmm. And I was still able to do all of that. Right. You know? Yeah. But I think at the, at the same time it helped me a ton cope with the pandemic being able to go to work right yeah yeah no I remember you like it was multiple times saying how it was helpful to you that it like didn't feel very much different like obviously it was different but like I remember you my way of avoiding like it was was actually happening you kept saying like my life hasn't changed much because you were going to work you were coming up here still Mm -hmm. and working out Mm -hmm. you weren't going anywhere else besides work in here but like I remember you multiple times being like my life has not changed much yeah besides like going out right but I feel like for me I have like a positive and a negative if that makes sense positively like two major things at least positively it definitely helped me over time not right away except that like I can't control my life I actually think this was the best thing for you you do I definitely do I think it was simultaneously the best and the worst and I'm gonna explain to you why I think it helped me realize that I couldn't control my life like it was like 
the biggest things are out of your control. You're not going to be able to do everything you like, you know, everything I've kind of talked about on the podcast in the past. Um, like life is just going to go the way it goes, no matter how hard you try and plan it or structure it or whatever. Mm -hmm. And it's going to work out. And it has worked out a lot. Like, um, back when it first started and I didn't go anywhere, like I didn't move and all that shit that I was supposed to do. I never would have expected that. Like now I have my life that I have and that I'm very happy here. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And that was definitely the positive. Like it helped me see, Things in a different perspective. Can I say something? Yeah. I feel like it, it forced you to take a look at yourself or a certain part of your life or certain things that you were probably avoiding, right? Or you didn't yeah. think you'd have to or for whatever reasons you just hadn't had to face. So, you know, because I feel like you kind of struggled throughout the pandemic. Oh, my God. I was just going to say, on the other hand, <laughs> like big time, <laughs> I have never been so mentally. I don't want to say unstable. Right. Um, Unwell. Yeah, that's a better. I it. have never in my life had so much anxiety. Mm -hmm. Um, just, oh, You have you like anxiety, depression, anxiety, depression. Oh, it was just <laughs> you know like what I mean? anxiety, so. depression, even line the entire time. Um. I had to deal like I think I also had to come to terms with a lot of that. That's what I'm like, saying. Like I hadn't yeah. Like I'd had that kind of anxiety for a long time, but, but it there really were a lot of different peaked. reasons as to why all of that had come at one time for you. you right, know? right, right. So So I think there were a lot of positives for me for the pandemic because I learned to kind of just like It was a learning experience. Live with what is kind of thing. What you know? is I, like I meditated this morning, episode. so it's in my head. <laughs> and then... See, look at that. To kind of meditation? be with what is. What? Oh, I love meditating. No, I it's know. Great. But would you have been meditating before the pandemic? I, I did here and there. Oh. Well, for school. Um, But also, it was like the most mentally challenging thing of my life. Like, every time I talk about it still, I get like... Like, I have PTSD from the pandemic. Okay. I don't know if that's... Okay. I have my <laughs> version of PTSD. <laughs> Um, nope i mean but yeah you're, you definitely get triggered easily yeah like my when anxiety it to, when it comes to covid is right. so bad still like yes. i still panic about it and i'm fully vaccinated and i had it already and i still to this day fucking panic about the thought of getting covid or giving it to people yeah and then on top of that there was a million other things that happened during the pandemic so i think i just had to come to terms with my anxiety and my mental issues at the time but also it taught me a lot of um acceptance an accepting situation but enough about me let's talk about some of these responses um <laughs> this one's funny let's i want to make sure to say all of them i know so, or to talk about all of them. we're gonna start with one that said staying home is high key the wave lol oh yeah yeah is it though? Is it? Is the question. I don't. I think right when the pandemic, I don't want to say ended, but like right when things started to open back up for a while, I was like, ugh, I got to get up and get ready and go out now. Yeah. But now that like we're back in the swing of things, I missed it so much. <sighs> oh, another thing the pandemic taught me real quick is that I am in fact an extroverted person. And I yeah, also learned that that doesn't mean you just like to be around people. Right. It means right. you, like, get energy from being around people. Yeah. 
And I'm definitely very extroverted, which is why it was also very hard. Anyway. Answering this one, I do think staying home is more of the wave for me than it used to be. Probably. I don't think it totally is yeah. for me. Yeah. But prior to the pandemic, I rarely stayed home on the weekend. Like, was not happening. It was Friday say, or Saturday. I'm not gonna, we were out. I'm not going to obviously know? say who this was, but the person that said this yeah. shocked me. <laughs> <laughs> like, no way that you think that. Um, if no, you're listening. we... I feel like Friday, Saturday, we were always out on the weekend. Now, if I stay in on a Friday, it's not like it's not like a weird, surprising thing for me to do. Now it's so normal. (laughs) Also, this is another kind of an answer ish for someone else's. But like I have a weird thing of like, I feel like I should be doing as much as I can now because we couldn't for so long. Right. A little not guilt, but like. Oh yeah, we're saying why, yes should, to why am I we, why we am I sitting at that. home yeah. when I've been sitting at home for right. a year? Right. When I could be out. I with my think friends. it's just like staying home isn't really all that bad, is what yes. he's saying, right? We also have aged a year and a half. So Yeah, that's true. Um next, next one. To get the fuck out of my house. <laughs> oh. <laughs> <laughs> On the other hand. So Yeah, so we have two very different answers answers. and a little backstory they're two very different not very different but they're two different ages and i think that's telling Mm -hmm. like one's young like it's interesting to think about like what year of our lives we lost (laughs) yeah right like so true 23 shitty right 25 shitty 18 damn 30 you're so eh. right you know yes but like i feel like that's why those good points are so different Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. okay now we'll just go in order. Um, someone said it gave me some perspective about how lucky we were. I'm so grateful for every day now. Incredible answer. Incredible answer. I remember in the beginning of the pandemic being like, wow, I just can't wait to like see a stranger. <laughs> like literally. Or like when it first got warm out and people were walking. Like yes, we I remember that. Walking. Remember we went walking? And I remember being on the <laughs> south side and everyone's walking and I'm like, wow, there's not a phone in sight. Just vibes. <laughs> yes. No phones. Just and yeah, people or were when waiting. <laughs> and I'm like, oh my God, hi. I was going to cry in tears of joy because someone waved at me. Wait, I was going to say when people were waving to us. Across we're like, oh my God. No, no, know? I know. But remember like, oh my gosh, it's so nice to wave to people. Yeah. And like. Everyone was like looking up from their phones when we were together. Like, I don't know. Yeah, but so true. Like such a different perspective now. In On terms everything. of just like being appreciative. You of know? like people's time and company and like even like yeah. the bachelorette party. Yes. The bachelorette trip. Like I feel like we Good saw point. the biggest difference in the vibe of that trip because of COVID. Mm-hmm. Like being present. Being present in the trip and like Everyone just being so happy to be there. And I feel like in the past, it would have been the kind of thing where everyone wanted to be like, go, 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 do this, do that. Like, not in a bad way, but like, that's just how we all were. And then now I feel like this trip, that trip was so telling of like post-COVID times because we all just wanted to chill and be in each other's company and no one really cared. But yeah, I think this is probably everyone's, I would hope, I would think. A general consensus. It's a general consensus about COVID. Yeah. The next one says, don't wait for the rice time. Ri- rice. <laughs> you hungry? <laughs> yes. <laughs> don't wait for the right time. Just go for it and give it your all. I kind of love that. And you know what? I see. I don't feel like I really did this in any way. Well, I, we did start this podcast. We did start the podcast. During COVID. I remember I said I wanted to start also a podcast. also got a dog. 
and I got a dog. Yeah. Um, but I feel like for people's job or career paths, yes, people really went different routes that they or than they thought they perhaps mm-hmm. would have, you know, mm-hmm. like staying home or just kind of saying, you know what? I don't think if it were for the pandemic, I would have done this, but here we are and it's working and it's happening. Right. You know? So I think, yeah, going for it in a different way that, than you would have, you know? Yeah. Or a different opportunities. Um, I feel like I have a different experience with this answer though, because I was about like, that's where I was right before the pandemic. And then it was like, psych. Yeah. Like I was like, I don't have a job. I'm just moving to like get down to the city and figure it out. And then it was like, I think in a sense, too, this reminds me of just like anything people can you can make anything work. Yeah. You know? Yeah, that's a good point. So. I think and I also thought about. Just like for my career path, mm-hmm. telehealth is becoming like a super popular thing now mm-hmm. for with, I mean, because of covid. Right. And I feel like now, like I'm seeing online all these people traveling and with work yeah. yeah they're being able to go to all these cool places yeah i mean before i started working at the restaurant doing online work so not that i'm know. telehealth but like even with like working from home and stuff but before i started or anything before i started working at the restaurant i was considering like once covid calmed down so it would have been like around now going to la for like a month yeah just like chill there out you go. there perfect example and like i would have been able to if i i mean if i didn't have an in-person job but like no it is and i feel like also with this with like don't wait for the right time is kind of just another way of being like clearly nothing is really a hundred percent in our control right right like very few things are in our control so it's like what do you you got to just like do it do it um someone said it made me have more social anxiety Ooh, i felt this like certain times times yeah agreed like not really my day-to-day but when we traveled recently like the airport you're like oh yeah shit. <laughs> i have to say that like i bounced out of social anxiety pretty quickly because again i'm just a social person mm-hmm. yeah i would agree um, I'm, I'm actually super social too but during covid holy shit like people were coming over to like sit outside in the driveway and i was freaking right out. i'm just saying being in groups or going to crowded places yeah. that's you why, know that's that's part of what i was saying like when i do go to rolling loud in october i'm like curious right. to see what right. that's like yeah um but i think I've, a lot of a lot of people can relate to this answer i've seen i mean i've seen it all over the place that people feel this yeah, way like, i makes, don't even know how to be a social makes 100 percent sense i will say though right when the pandemic started to fizzle or whatever when we first started going like back out in public and stuff uh-huh, uh-huh. i remember like so many instances where like i saw people and i was like i <laughs> and like i was like uh like i did not know how to act like i did not know how to interact <laughs> with people and like i've never been that person but i remember having so many interactions with people being like awkward just what awkward. did i just say yeah and who, or like who or like when we all had the mask i'm like who is that yes like waving and then there was something <laughs> not oh, the person like you thought time it was. at target there was one time at target that someone recognized me from high school and i forget what they said and what, but like my response was just like wonked Julia, out. are you kidding me <laughs> like that's what you're gonna say to that person i wish i could remember the specific story that shit was so funny something like we were in this class together and i was like oh like i was like i don't remember you like i said something like blatant <laughs> like that and i'm like holy shit julia like what is wrong with you and i'm like well clearly i haven't seen a stranger right, in a right year. that's right 
Um, okay, next one is not to take traveling for granted. Our international border is still not open in Australia. Ooh, yikes. I didn't even think about that. What, the border not being yeah. open still? Because we were just able to travel to... I mean, yeah, we can... Tra- but, like, we ha- we just have restrictions coming back. True. Um, mm. But not taking traveling for granted, a thousand... A hundred thousand percent. Like, I am saying yet... Yeah, we've talked about this yes, before. Yes, we did. I am saying, saying yes to, to every vacation <laughs> and travel opportunity that comes my way. I don't care. I don't care. My bank account might care, but I don't. I'm going. I want to go to Italy i know i feel like for us that's what our family's been yeah kind of grieving is the italy trips because we were supposed yeah. to go what two years ago no no no, no we didn't Duh. have a trip planned we haven't I had an italy trip planned not all of us but i want to say hmm. i didn't know about it i think sabrina or mom they were talking about going last year maybe mom probably was or this year like i think during the pandemic everyone was like Right. We gotta go next year. We gotta year, go whenever like, blah, 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 we can. Yeah. And, and then it didn't happen this year. It's just, yeah. We're big. We're a big travel family. And like, I remember too, at one point, we just like said fuck it and went to like Ocean City because we were able to just drive there and get an Airbnb. Yeah. Walter and I went to uh, Arizona kind of like in the middle of the pandemic. It was in the summer. Um, I mean, uh, there was a yeah. point in the summer too during the pandemic that, that like it was kind of calm. Actually, no, it was in October. <laughs> Oh, Damn, you guys are really out here. <laughs> yeah, we were. But you know what? I remember when we we just wanted to take advantage of the super low prices. Prices. And it was at a point where um, certain states were on the travel advisory and others weren't. So at that time, we literally every week looked and Arizona continued not to be on the travel advisory. So we were able to go and not have to quarantine when we came back. Um, but we spent... Again, when we booked it, we're like, we need, we want to book somewhere. We're going to spend the entire time outside. And there are yeah. so many outdoor things to do. So that I thought was pretty appropriate and just amazing. I loved Arizona. Yeah. No, I definitely think everyone kind of like has the travel bug big time, clearly, because everyone's fucking traveling right now. Um, and I'm sorry that you are unable to do so. Hopefully that changes soon. I will say, too, though. International travel is still difficult for us in the U.S. And I feel like people are taking advantage of state-to-state travel. Right. And, like, yeah. like, national travel. My friend just went to Cape Cod and, like, I don't know. I'm going to New Orleans, I think. Oh, cool. I think. I'm, I need <laughs> to buy my flights. Emphasize on I think. Um, okay. Someone said, it pushed me to finally make the move I needed to make and open my eyes to real friends. I loved this one. Me too. Oh my gosh. Well, that's probably because I love the person who. <laughs> <laughs> but can we give kind of a backstory? Sure. Of um, just like how, of just like, yeah, she I mean, care. Uh, because I feel like this was really good for you too. It was really good you for know? me. This is one of my good friends. And she basically moved from a big city to a small town. And at the time, like before she moved, I don't think she realized that like for her better to better herself, she needed to make the move. Mm-hmm. But she did make the move because of COVID and it was really bad where she was. Um, and now she's here and kind of in the same way I have, like just like found a good group of friends. Um, and I can imagine the difference in people in the two places. And I think this is a situation where 
she was displaced like not necessarily by choice but like for not by force but the pandemic was the reason that this change happened right and it turned out to be a very well, yeah, positive it, it thing push me to you know? make the move i needed um i just loved it it said open my eyes to real friends yeah because i feel like people shit on binghamton and I'm so biased against <laughs> like I feel like I'm a big Binghamton. Oh, me advocate. too. I'm just because I want to leave doesn't mean I don't fucking love no, it. No, here. no, I know. I just think you know, like I love this story because she came here, right? You know, from a big city and like opened her eyes to real friends, right? Because like, like there's has a real whole fucking people here whole and like different level of appreciation, mm-hmm. I'm sure, for people. So I thought I was like, wow, that that's that a great so answer. Cool to read. And it's cool to think it's cool. It's a good scenario of how like such a complicated situation can end up working out so well in the long run. Mm -hmm. And -hmm. like it probably didn't feel that way when it was happening. And now looking back, it was like one of the best things probably for her. And it just I feel like that can be applied to a lot of situations of like difficulty or like, yeah, when people are in. When you're in it, it's hard to see how much this could probably work out for you later on or benefit you. Um, And I'm sure there's a lot of stories like this from the pandemic where it's like, my life was hell, but it ended up working out. Yeah, I just wonder if people like take time to reflect. That's why I love probably not this out there. Yeah. Um, Also, shout out to your real friends. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) Someone said, taught me how to be a better homeowner and cook. Gabby? Um... I was in a cooking phase. I, was, I went through a big baking phase. <laughs> <laughs> big baker over here. Um, but yeah, she gave two responses. So taught me how to be a better oh, homeowner. Yep. And then and she also cook. said, taught me how to get creative with entertaining my fiance and I, as well as those in our pod. Like Yeah, like trying to think of things when we were to entertain. Remember the, um, the wine tasting? Our, our what? Our wine tasting. What were you going to say? Oh, my God. I was going to say our Wednesday watch nights. Oh, my God. We did. Yeah, we did the same thing. We got so creative. I remember, like, in the very beginning of the pandemic, my mom obviously was cooking for everybody. Not everybody, but, like, everyone in our house. Like, Gabby and Walter were still coming up. Um, And she was like, what the fuck am I going to cook now? Because she kind of went through all, like, her regular recipes within, like, a week. And then, like, she was making, like, tacos and Asian food. And, like, she was toast breakfast for dinner. Breakfast for dinner. Like, she was branching out so much in what she cooked. And then, like, we did, like, a wine tasting one time. This was also, like, closer to the summer when more people felt comfortable coming up to my house. And there's a lot of space in my house to, like, spread out and stuff. So we were all kind of comfortable. But look at me still justifying our COVID (laughs) because I'm guilty and (laughs) feel like I need to. Anyway, um... We did like a wine tasting with our family where they went out. I forget who did it, but someone went out and bought like a bunch of different kinds of red wine. Cheap to like really expensive. We had like Franzia and then we had like a $200 bottle of wine. And we like sat in our house and we blindly tasted all the wine and we had to guess what price range it was in. That and was we super fun. Franzia was the most expensive. I'm glad you remembered that story because when I read this and was th- trying to think of ways that we entertained... Oh, that was so. I'm I remember like, thinking what did we like, do like different. And then I, I just thought of the Wednesday watch nights. Yeah. And then, yeah, that's such a good we example. We also played poker. Oh, yeah. We played a lot of like card. Like, I remember thinking like at some points during the pandemic when we were doing things with our family because we couldn't leave our house. Like, we would have never, like, we were doing so things true. that we don't, would never normally do because we're out to dinner. We're all doing different things. And like, 
We had like so many nights of poker with my fam with my dad. Yeah. That oh we would my never gosh, remember yes, we were playing yes. poker in the dining room. And I just remember sitting there and thinking, like, wow, we would never be doing this. Yeah. And look at so us now. True. We don't. <laughs> and I think too, to her point of being a better homeowner, I know mm-hmm. we we did a little renovation to our mudroom too. We actually never really finished it, but <laughs> we cut basically, basically. We have to like paint trim or something. But yeah. Um yeah, I know a lot of people. A lot of people who, did a lot of like home improvement. Yeah. Learn to cook. So I, I like these two answers because it's like you branched out and And like you made your you made new things. You did what was it? What am I trying to say? Now you're fumbling. I feel like last week I thought <laughs> or listening to last episode, I'm like, I feel like in real life I don't fumble my words as much as I do on the pod. Um, I was trying to say you made do with what you had. Yeah. That's what I was trying to say. Um, someone said my relationship with my spouse got stronger than I ever imagined. Oh, I love that. That's awesome. That's I feel so like a cute. lot of people either. I feel like it was either one or the other. <laughs> really? I kind of, you know, I, I guess just thinking. Well, I think also reflecting on my relationship. Sure. Go ahead. I don't really think it got better or worse. We yeah. just, we vibed. <laughs> yeah. I mean, again, like we still saw family. Right. You, you guys know? are coming up here. Whether we're like one or two just or three other two. people. Right. Right. I we don't have kids either. I wonder. <laughs> I don't want to like so. assume. But I wonder because I feel like for a lot of people, um, I'm sure there was a lot of like pandemic like divorce or breakups and stuff. But mm-hmm. I also feel like a lot of people's relationships probably got stronger because of like I had to sit in a house with you for yeah. months. No, I could definitely see how. And you how. pissed me off. Right. And you worked through it. And yeah. like. All of that kind of thing. I could definitely see how you're you're almost forced to communicate <laughs> a lot of things. Yeah, and communicate and um, work on relationship building because why not? Right. You know. But I think it's awesome that it got better and not worse. Yeah. Uh, we kind of flew through these. We only have one more. Go ahead. Uh, help me connect with new people I never thought I'd be able to meet and to be more social. I love that. Which I think is interesting. Yeah, to be more social. Yeah, um, I'm wondering what, like, who did this person meet? Or who are, like, who, what people? Right. You know? And I'm wondering if it was, like, a met social media-wise or, like, mm-hmm. a virtual thing. Or if it was more after the fact. I'm putting myself out yeah, there more yeah, yeah. because That's, it was. I feel like how I've been. Yeah. I made a new friend last weekend. You did? Yeah, I did. Holy shit, it's pouring. Oh, my God. Well, I guess I'm not taking pictures at grandma's mm-hmm. tonight. Um, I've always been, like, a social person. I've never been bad at putting myself out there. But I feel, I feel like, like... Sorry. <laughs> go ahead. We literally said that at the same time. For me, it was more, like, following up. Mm-hmm. I feel like you meet somebody when you're out and stuff, and then, like, you don't really follow up on the friendship or follow up on, like... I don't know, taking someone up on their, oh, let's hang out, let's mm-hmm, meet, or mm-hmm. you know what I mean? And really, like, going out of your way to make friends yes. or sustain friendships. Yes. Um, so, yeah, just, like, put, but that's, at the same time, that is putting yourself out there, so. I think it's interesting, too, for someone to say that, like, the pandemic helped them meet new people. <laughs> you know, it's, like, cool to see that that's, yeah. like, a possibility when, like, we were also kind of secluded. Yeah. Um. But yeah, those are all our answers. I think one of 
one thing I heard someone talk about on social media the other day was how they were going to miss the energy of the internet during the pandemic. Ooh, I agree. Like, the, I would say for the first few months. I mean, TikTok was a whole different place. Bro, TikTok. <laughs> That's like, one of the best things a pandemic gave literally, me. Literally, and gave people... Th- these people are millionaires and billionaires oh now. Like yes. they, it, if it wasn't for the pandemic, would Addison Ray be Addison Ray? Would Charlie D'Amelio be Charlie D'Amelio? Like, probably no. not. You know, like it really it made people incredibly successful and famous. A hundred percent, which is pretty cool. And not can me. I? We could go back to the TikTok <laughs> thing in a second, but I do want to point out something I noticed. I wonder from if you all can these, hear the rain. Probably uh, a little bit. Probably um, something I noticed from all these response is like a common pattern theme is that everything was positive like i i mean yeah you know what i mean i mean so, not my response but yeah <laughs> well but for the most part yeah i guess not everything but for the most part yeah they were positive it more, answers it was like a lot of like and that's what not we, to what we learned you know and it's like right. when you look back on hard situations yeah and that's not to just like sweep under the negatives or the incredible things people went through and hardships and stuff because of it like obviously that all happened um for people and you know that's just not yeah ever an easy thing i think like i i think back a lot like when we talk about what we've learned or what came out of it i remember specifically we didn't lose people no we didn't we we, our family's ginormous we're very lucky and we didn't lose people we were very lucky and i'm sure i mean i'm sure there's people who are listening to this who know someone who's lost someone or or has lost someone themselves yeah so i do want to like put that out there because these are all like very positive very true our pin like it's like people have had could have our pandemic experience could have been much worse 100 percent. oh my gosh yeah so yeah but i agree with what what you mean like i was saying yes definitely not to like sweep anything under the rug but i remember vividly laying in my bed one day and being like I don't think like I can't see the end of this like I remember thinking to myself this is like I I don't I don't know if like how long is this going to go on I don't know if I can keep doing this like I don't see an end to this like it was scary because it was so hard to picture a time after where things were getting better and we were like you know, everyone was trying to keep a positive mindset, being like, we'll learn from this, we'll come out stronger, whatever. And, like, at that time, I was like, wh- when? What are you talking about? Like, how? So it's yeah, kind of I remember going to bed to at me night to be that. here talking about, like, it, yeah. quote, unquote, after. Because kind I specific after, I mean. Kind of after. I specifically remember sitting in my bed being like, this is never going to end. Like, mm-hmm. I don't know what I'm going to do because I can't see an end. Yeah. I don't think I ever thought it would never end, but I... I definitely, it was like too unbelievable to think that this would literally go on forever. You know what yes. I mean? So it's but like, I it's just, just, I just remember thinking like, like we don't know. When? That's yeah. more what I mean. Like, yeah, we don't know when this is going to end and it's terrifying. And it was so hard to picture a time like quote unquote after. Or just like waking up every morning and turning on the news for <sighs> every briefing. I stopped doing that after a couple months. Yeah. I had to. But I did want to point out that. They were these were all mostly positive, and yeah. then obviously acknowledge that it wasn't a hundred percent at the same time. A hundred percent. I mean, people had devastating things happen, to and them that was and where 
the crippling anxiety for you yeah came from you know like seeing people's stories online and oh my watching god it on yeah. the tv and the death numbers and being like, so was, afraid that it was yeah, gonna happen right right and then getting covid and being so like i i was talking about this the other day not when i got it but when i came back from california because if you don't know i was in california for the week before shutdown like i was in california when like the nba shut down and like colleges whatever and um when I came back from California, like I remember laying in my bed and being like, dad picked me up from the airport and I was in the car with him for an hour. And then he went and saw grandpa. What if I gave it to dad and dad gave it to grandpa and grandpa ends up in the, like, oh that was God. my, that was the way my brain worked. I'm only laughing because if you could see Julia right now, she's <laughs> like, she's got her eyes closed. Her head's, her head's I'm bobbing in bars right now. Like that's what was going on in my brain. I'm remembering. Yeah. Yes. But like, that's how bad my anxiety got. Because I was so afraid of that kind of devastation. So I can't imagine having actually gone through that. And I'm sorry if you did. And I pray for you every night. Genuinely. I do pray for people that went through that shit. Because. mm -mm. Yeah. Because you know the feeling of what it was like to almost have to. You know what I really. What if. And the. All the anxiety. Yeah. But. It is really nice (laughs) to see. I feel. God, we're ending on a negative note. <laughs> it's really great to see all the positives. Oh, I just hit my head on the mic. We're both like, yeah. Yeah. I'm like, damn it. We're back. I did get a dog. <laughs> <laughs> and I named him Fauci. Oh, man. Remember, like, all that shit, but you too? Want- <laughs> Good God. Yeah. We named him Fauci because at the time, Tony Fauci, the doctor, was, like, the president. And then... The news started roasting Twisted him. Twisted it. <laughs> I Became don't know. the bad guy. I don't even know whether he's favored or not. Like, what do you, if people like him? He's kind of that. irrelevant now, but your dog's not. My dog's yeah. not. And he's named after him because I couldn't name him COVID. That would just been or like so annoying. Yeah, no, no, no. But yeah, we did, you know, I don't think, yeah, if it weren't for the pandemic, we definitely wouldn't have got a dog. Yeah. But you had all this time to train. Train. And I'm sure, more, COVID I'm sure a lot of people got yeah, COVID There dogs. are a lot of COVID dogs and COVID babies. Exactly. But yeah, it's nice to see some positives come out of the pandemic. And it's nice to see growth. Growth, whether baby. Yeah, I was going to say whether it's positive or negatives for you, um, it's still growth. Oh, I thought you meant negative growth. I was like, that doesn't sound no, like a good thing. No, positive or negative experience, you still grow, yes. you know? I think even if you did have one of those devastating experiences, you still grow. You still grow from that as much as it fucking sucks. Um, silver lining. <laughs> Thanks for pointing out the obvious. <laughs> all right. Fucking sucks. Sorry. Anyway, um, thank you all for your responses. I feel like we should do more of this. Yeah, this was so fun. I Question definitely and answer think of, thing. Yeah, some some good qu- some um, good questions that you know will get people to reflect. Yeah, and then we can reflect on your reflections. Reflect on your reflections. When will my reflection show? Who I am. <laughs> See, you say I don't like music, but I can catch on to every tune you sing. Sing twice. Okay. Name um, the movie. All right. And Name then the movie. I think we're going to start a new Name segment. Name the movie. Mulan. Go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> I think we're going to start a new segment. Should we end with a segment? What are you talking about? 
the Facebook. Yeah, but I didn't have any good ones this week. Oh, I looked every day. Shoot. Do you All have right. one? Do you have one? Let me look. So Gabby and I realized this week that we have some funny fucking Facebook memories. And it's like on this day 11 years ago. And it's just us posting things that like nobody gives a shit about. And that we're incredibly embarrassed about. And that are about. so embarrassing. And we're going to start reading them on the podcast as our little sign off. <laughs> okay. Like I don't have any today. 12 years ago on this day, I posted <laughs> a status saying around dot. Around. <laughs> around. <laughs> There's four ends. Just in the letting word everyone know that I'm around. I don't have any good ones right now. Um, yeah, that that wasn't a great. That, that one I was not that good. I can give you one off good. the top of my head. It would have been probably school, then dance, don't text. <laughs> TXT. Or like sleepover at Chana's, don't text, smiley face. Like, Julia, no one's texting you. <laughs> no one's. That was me being like secretly like, text me. Text yeah, me. I have I a just, phone. I thought it was definitely like. Could could be a funny segment. It maybe will every be. couple episodes because no. If I look a, every day during the week, there will be something. I'm saying that status I posted was pretty lame. I mean, I I said that I'm around and no one no one commented. Not a like, not, not a comment. Not a like, not a comment. Just me wanting Facebook friends Vibes. to know that I'm around. Um, but my usually Facebook it's memory the other day. Like their their lyrics. Their yeah. Oh my god! What was the one you read the other day? It's like I went through. Gosh, traumatic, traumatic. There also ups, the other know? day there was one where like me and McLean were like posting my phone number because I was like, oh, Julie got a new phone. Text her. Text her your number. So she has it. And we were just like <laughs> putting my phone number all over Facebook. I'm like, I still have that phone number. I'm like, why was I doing that? Text me your so, number yeah. and name. No. Do you think I got any text that day? No. No. Um, yeah, I think that that'd be super funny. Oh, there's um, just like look during the week and screenshot them and I then will. we'll have them. I will, because I feel like people can relate to this. I mean, come on. Time I mean, hop. Well, if people have that time hop app, Facebook just has the memories tab you just click on. It's awesome. And I if you're not it. incredibly embarrassed, then you're not human, okay? <laughs> <laughs> so Anyway, um, we're going to go. Don't text. Uh, <laughs> leave it. <laughs> Pull up. Leave the drama. Um, thank you so much for listening, as always. Thank you for your amazing responses. I hope you guys enjoyed this episode. Yes, I hope people enjoyed um, this leave us a rating review follow us on instagram all that jazz and we will talk to you next week i love you gabby doesn't goodbye goodbye